talk about Jonah tonight, and um, that's also in your request of what to talk about. We're going to be speaking about on the book of Jonah, um, on Jonah himself. So quickly, just pull your notes out all over this place. You guys want to pay attention because we got questions we're going to try to tackle at the end. Um, and if you don't pay attention, you won't be in your group. Um, so what I want to do, I want to read the book of Jonah real quick, chapter 1, verse 1, and um, dive into it. How many of you guys ready for tonight? You guys feel good? Can I get smiles all around this room real quick? Can I get cheese, cheese, cheese? Awesome. Picture day. You didn't know. Amen. Let me read it to you real quick. Uh, Jonah chapter 1, verse 1. All right. And here it goes. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry against it, for the wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. So he went down to Joppa found a ship which was going to Tarshish. He paid the fare. He went down into it to go with them to Tarshish uh, to flee from the presence of God. I love the picture. Like, the Bible is just so straight up. The Bible is straight to the point. And, and if you know Jonah, you, you kind of know the story, right? You, you know there's a, a big character coming up in this story, and his name is what? His name is Whale. <laughs> There we go. It took a look. So this is another big character known as Whale. Somebody say Whale. So if you don't know what's happening, Jonah is a believer. Jonah is called to spread the gospel, right? That's what he's called to do. Now, God says, listen, I want you to go to Nineveh. I want you to, to, to go into the city, to cry against it, to preach the gospel. And, and what's funny is, is that Jonah says no. And I don't know about you, sometimes we look at the Bible, and we're like, man, these, all these people in the Bible are always saying yes and stuff, right? They're so obedient. Look at David slaying Goliath. He's so, there's people in the Bible that say no to. And I love how the Bible doesn't take that stuff out because that means that there's people in, in the Bible that doubt sometimes, that kind of don't want to do stuff sometimes, that kind of don't want to walk in righteousness. And what does that do? That leaves room to show us, man, there are imperfect people in the Bible that still deserve the grace of God. There's imperfect people in the Bible, sometimes like you and me, that we mess up, but God still uses them. And God still does something in them. And God still has a purpose and a future. And he carries out his plan in them, although sometimes there is some disobedience. You see, the reason why tonight's called the domino effect, and I want you to hear me, and it's going to be awesome during groups, is because if you know the domino effect, the domino effect is you lay up a bunch of dominoes, right? And, and if you've seen, if, how many of you guys have ever seen those domino, like, videos? Like, you just see the dominoes going for, like, minutes at a time, minutes at a time. It's just the best thing ever. It's so pleasing. You just watch. <laughs> if you've ever seen those videos, you tip one domino, and what happens? It's just like this domino effect of, of stuff happening, a chain reaction of stuff happening. One happens here, here happens there, this leads to that, that hits that, that hits that, that hits that. And here's the thing, we can live life in Jesus just, just setting off dominoes sometimes. And the reason, the reason why we set off dominoes sometimes is because sometimes God tells us to do something. God gives us this, a way to walk in. God, God gives us a future. God gives us hope. Come on, God gives us something to look after, something to guard, something to protect. God gives you purpose. But when you disobey God, I believe you start to create your own consequences. When you disobey God sometimes, you begin. You see, I don't think the whale was supposed to be in Jonah's story. I don't think the whale 
was supposed to be in plan A. I think the whale was God's plan against Jonah's disobedience. So, so what happens is, here's the gospel version, the, uh, the gospel version of the Bible, ready? So Jonah, I'm playing, I'm not going to do that. So, bad joke. So Jonah says, God, I'm not going to go to Nineveh. I'm, I'm going to go to my homies in Tarshish. I'm not going to go to Nineveh. You're calling me to go to Nineveh. You're calling me to save a city. I'm going to go this way. Here's what happens. So, so many times in life, we just do something not knowing that there's going to be great consequences that follow that. Sometimes we just make small little steps. I mean, if you see, like, those videos of the dominoes, like, you just tip one small domino, and some domino way at the end of the room, just, there's an effect on it. You see, so many times we duck and we get surprised that, that stuff is happening. Sometimes we, we act and we get surprised that there's consequences to our actions. Sometimes we, we act a certain way, and then we get surprised that, that, that things happen on the other end of that. Listen, how about we stop setting off dominoes out of disobedience and begin to set dominoes off in the, in the obedience that God has for us? How about we stop just waiting on consequences and start living in expectation of what God wants to do? You see, because we're presented with, with what we want to do and what God wants to do in us. We're always presented with that option. When you wake up in the morning, it's a Sunday morning. And your mom's like, get up, we're going to church. You're faced with an option. Do I go back to sleep and not go with my blanket? Or do I go to church? I mean, we're faced with this option of following our way and God's way all the time. And here's what the Bible says in the book of Exodus, chapter 19, verse 5. It says, now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations, you will be my treasured possession. He says, listen, if, if, if you just obey me and keep commandments, you have no idea on how much you're worth. Like, out of all the nations, you're my most prized possession. Like, of everything this world has to offer, I count few those who obey me and follow my commandments because those are the ones that I cherish and those are the ones that I call my possession. You see, I think it's funny that David was labeled a man, after God, a man after God's heart. How many of you guys know David and Goliath, the dude that, like, slayed Goliath with the sling? That dude. The Bible, he's the only man in, in human history, Bible history, that's ever called a man after God's heart. I think that he got that label because he lived a life of obedience. You see, so many times, like I said, so many times we, we just tip off dominoes. We tip off dominoes. We're tipping off dominoes. And then so much stuff is happening, we don't see it. You know, in the physical realm, you know, maybe a comment, it, it may be an action, it may be acting out of anger or acting out of compulsion or, or something we did that is creating a consequence. And, and, and here's the thing, I'd rather live in expectation of blessings instead of expectation of consequences. I'd rather live a life that there's a God, I've done something, I've put something into place, I've lived in obedience, and now it's time to receive and live and expectation. My only point tonight is this. And you can write it down. You could just remember it. I don't know. But living a life of expectation is first built on obedience. Living a life of expectation first built on obedience. You see, so you have you have Jonah. He, he, he's faced with this option. Am I going to go where God's calling me to go? 
And in our case, young person, am I going to do what God's calling me to do? Am I going to live how God's calling me to live? Am I going to sacrifice the things that God's calling me to sacrifice? Am I going to start walking in this new role, walking in this new body? I, how many of you guys are saved in here? Anybody believe in Jesus? Anybody saved in here? Awesome. If you say the Bible says you're a new creation, you're, you're a new creature. The Bible says as you love God and you seek after him, he changes you from the inside out. So we're constantly faced with this option of following God or following our flesh. Following the things of the Lord or following our own flesh. Listen, when you live a life in disobedience, it is more times than not disobedience is followed with a life lived in the flesh. When you live in disobedience, most of the time your life is lived in the flesh when you lived in disobedience. You see, when God calls us to make a step, he's calling you to take a step because that's a step in his will. And when you say no, man, I wonder how many whales we're preventing in life when we start living in obedience. I wonder how many stories we're going to say God delivered me from when God should have just kept you going from glory to glory. And, and, and it's funny because God sends a whale. It, it, it's, it's, it's God's mercy that God is sending to Jonah. This is amazing to me. When we run away from God, God throws mercy at us. When we, when we, even when we sometimes disobey God, he still throws mercy at us. He throws grace at us. I love the prodigal son story. The best part to me is when the prodigal son is on his way back to, and, and the king is at the highest point of the palace looking off, just saying, I'm looking for my son. I'm looking for my son. I'm looking for my daughter. Listen, what tonight's really all about is saying, man, I'm not always obedient to God, but I want to start setting off dominoes that are going to lead to me living a life of expectation. I'm going to start setting off dominoes. They're going to lead me to believe that God can do anything. You see, when you live a life in disobedience, you really can't expect anything. Like, how many guys, how many guys love the food they serve you at school? Okay, nobody. Awesome. You know what was my favorite time in high school? My favorite time in high school was coming home to my mom with a home-cooked meal. Oh, my goodness. Anybody got a Puerto Rican mom in here? Okay, so you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I used to come home, white rice, brown beans, little sauteed onions on that mug, right? Chicken, tostones, avocado sliced on, sliced on the side, fresh iced tea, she just brewed it. I mean, I had that almost every day coming home from high school. I looked forward to that. My mom used to go in. Anybody got crazy moms that love taking care of the kitchen? Come on. I'm just going to take care of this meal tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do it. Here's the thing. I, because, because, because I was a great son, my mom, she did something for me. Because I was an awesome child. Listen, some, on the days I didn't act so good, she still made me late. She still did awesome things for me. Listen, what's going to set you up to live a life of expectation has really nothing to do with your past and everything to do with your future. What's going to set you up for God to do something amazing in your life and to live a life in expectation, what is God going to do? What is God going to do? How is he going to bless me? How is he going to do something in my life? The only way you can receive that expectation style of living is only if you're setting off dominoes in the right direction. And I love how even when we disobey, God still sends whales as mercy. God is still sending a way out. You see, here's the thing about God. God doesn't care about what you're telling him is in the way of you getting more personal with him. Because at the end of the day, he, God really does, he knows that nothing can separate you from the love that he has for you. 
Bible says that God says, listen, nothing separate you from my love. It says in John's, it's John 14, 15, if you love me, check this out, keep my commandments. John 15, 14 says, you are my friends if you do what I command. It, it even goes further out for Jesus saying, listen, if you just obey me and obey my commands, you're, you're considered my friend. I, I look at you and I call you friend. I look at you and I say, wow, this person, this young person really wants to walk in the will that I have for them. So as the music comes on, every head bow, every eye goes, man, God's leading to a life of obedience. God's leading steps towards where he wants you to go. Come on, every head bow, every eye closed. We're going to bring them to groups in just a little bit. But, but right now in the still moment, man, I believe that extended worship, God wanted to do something in that moment. So we're a little bit, we're, we're very obedient to what he wanted to do. But come on, every head bow, every eye closed. We're about to get into groups. God, we look to you and we love you. We thank you, Lord, for your presence that you, you just allowed to be in this place tonight. Lord, you gave us a word that challenges us, Lord, to live a life of obedience and to set off dominoes in the right direction. Lord, we want to live a life in expectation. We want to live a life, God's going to bless me because I know he is because I am his servant and because I'm faithful. And I'm going to live life, Lord, walking in expectation instead of walking in consequences. Lord, we want to walk in obedience, Lord, to start seeing things unravel and unfold in the way you want them to. In your name we pray. Everyone says amen and amen. Hey, guys, so we're done with tonight. We're going to be breaking up into groups in the after party. Um, Jonathan's going to organize it. We're going to break into groups of three or four. And uh, we're going to go out there. We're going to have questions for every single group. So how about we stand up and close off in prayer? And then we'll head straight out to the after party um, and dismiss service. Come on. Let's grab every hand in this room. Every hand in this room, let's grab every hand. Every hand in this room, let's grab it. Come on. Can we pick the volume up? Can we pick the volume up? Can we get to worship? Come on. Every head bow, every eye closed. We're going to pray you out tonight. Come on. We're going to pray you out. We're going to pray you out. Every head bow, every eye closed. Lord, we love you. We thank you for tonight. Lord, we're excited for what's to come. We're encouraged, Lord. Because when we live a life of obedience, we can expect your blessings to come like never before. Lord, when we live a life of saying yes, Lord, we believe that you still have something for us. Lord, sometimes even when we disobey, Lord, you still send us mercy. Lord, you still send us grace. Lord, you still send us hope. Lord, your word says that if we follow your commandments, if we live a life that is worth pleasing to your name, you call us friend. Come on, you call us partner in this life. Lord, right now, I'm praying that we begin to take steps in your love and take steps in your will. Lord, I don't want to wake up another day saying, Lord, what's my consequences? I want to say, Lord, what am I expecting from you? I don't want a consequential relationship with God. I want an intimate relationship with God. We pray all these things in your mighty name. Everyone says, come on, everyone says.